This time with a hat. Ooh-wee. Come on, hats. Let's go hats on hats on hats. Yeah. Oh, I should have done hats on hats on. I'll do it as like a reveal on our next Drag Race episode. I'll be like, reveal, reveal. No, but you can, see the, you can see the big one the whole time. But like, honestly, it's fine. Whatever. That's that's part of the gag. It's oh, of course. A, of course. It's not a real reveal. <laughs> it's just I gotta trick up my three... <laughs> Oh, look at us. If you get that reference and you're watching this episode, let's please be friends. Anyway, welcome to the cop, the currently unnamed podcast where we put the T in reality and we're here to be the first to quench your thirst. I'm Logan Murphy. Uh, in the words of Eris Envy, I am a say something gay gay. Um, actually, in reference to this ha very hat that I'm wearing... Um, because I sent them a message and it's autocorrected and they were trying to say, um, I must say something hat gay or it's a say something hat day. I'm not sure which one they were trying to say, but it autocorrected to your, a say something gay gay. So that's my new intro. Um, anyway, I'm drinking water as I always do, but I also have this fabulous, berry protein smoothie because we're attempting to be healthy i'm going to the gym tomorrow i'm definitely not getting a breakfast burrito afterwards i am but i exactly <laughs> yeah um but no this is like my favorite blend it's got coconut water in it peanut okay. butter all the all the good things all the good things in the world period well, hey, y'all, coming back to South Africa coverage. Ashley Keenan here. Um, I had a buy one, get one margarita earlier at supper, so we're really vibing um, some tea. And if we need to finish off dessert, we got some spice fireball. I'm always ready for it. Yes. We hang out here on our midweek recaps, honestly. We're just like, we're living two completely different but fabulous lives nonetheless. Oh, that's so true. <laughs> I am on my couch, fully just ready to spill it. I've got my chair. It's pretty damn comfortable. I have to say it's pretty comfortable. And we're just chilling. We're going to talk about part one of week two of Survivor South Africa Immunity. Or not Immunity Island. Not Immunity Island. People We're featuring Immunity, Immunity Island, but not yeah, Immunity Island. People from Immunity Island. Yes, God. Uh, Return of the Outcasts. We're back. We're here. Um, I have Immunity Island on the brain because our last episode, which you should check out if you did not, features the one and only Miss Santini, and it was incredible. It was two hours, and it was just, I was very tired afterwards, but it was fun. <laughs> it's always worth a little bit of a lost sleep to talk to Santoni. Right. Oh, always. Especially because we filmed with her at 5 a.m. in South Africa, so... Exactly. You know. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. Yes. But Ashley, let's quickly go over some of your thoughts. End of week one, since you were not with us. 
the uh, the PK and the Tanya of it all? I think I was more surprised for PK leaving than I was Tanya. Um, PK, I think, looking at that tribal, they wanted to pick up like someone moving forward to make themselves in the individual game become better. I think that way. And then Tanya was, I think, just a battle of heart and head. Of what did the what did the tribe need at camp? And they felt it was too not vibes uh, to keep Tanya around. Yeah. So um, it was interesting. Um, not as much strategy as I'd like to see, but don't worry. I got my fill this week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They, these two episodes that we're talking about, strategy on strategy on blindside on strategy on blindside. Like, Period. And spoiler, but two men go home and it makes me happy. We said, men, get out. Except you know. Exactly. Dino is always the exception when I'm talking about is, hating. Is Dino the only exception in this cast that's left? In my brain, in my heart of hearts. I think of hearts so, of hearts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah Felix is, yeah, he's good. He's good. He's just Felix not as good. His full heart. Felix is good and fine. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I would, I wouldn't be as John, sad for something. John is good and fine. Yep, yep, yeah. He, them too, him too. I was like, I was like, there's at least one other person. <laughs> <laughs> there's like, there's a few okay guys still left. Um, yes. I mean, they're all great people. Don't get me sure. wrong. Sure, sure, sure. But for who I want to keep moving forward and seeing, we could lose a few more guys. That's fine. I, I'd be fine with that. Um, so we start. Um, we're gonna be talking about episodes five and six. We're gonna start here with episode five. And we jump in, and we're back at Yontau. It's day eight, and we are getting more confessionals from Phil. I have to say, first week, kind of forgot about Phil. I'm going to be honest. He just was not featured. There was not a whole lot of Yontau, period. Mm-hmm. Um, but we go straight in, boom, Phil and confessional. Phil and- said this week, I am here. Phil said, hi, it's time for me to start playing the game. We're a week in. Um, And so he's in confessional. He's talking about how everything that Tanya was saying at the last tribal about Pinty was correct, but no one wants to say it to Pinty because of, you know, the reasons that Tanya explained at the last tribal. Um, And this really shifts Seamus's opinion as well. Him and Phil are having a conversation. Seamus says that he is not willing to work with someone who can't control their emotions. And Phil is talking about how he's the rope dealer because he's going to lend out the rope to do things. But then he's, he's, he's dealing it. He's not, you know, he's not the one having the rope around his neck. Exactly. 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 He's just, you know, here, you're going to have this. Use it for what you need, but just not in my neck. Yeah, and I'm going to be honest. I don't remember a whole lot of Phil's game from Champions. Mm. Um, He was a pre-merger, and that's honestly about as much as I remember. So I don't remember whether this sort of, like, gameplay mastermind situation was his original game plan on Champions. If it wasn't, then I'm really happy to see him here exhibiting all of these things and getting to play that sort of game that he wants to play clearly. Well, and I think this, these two episodes show that 
Phil has a very strategic mind, and he's willing to make some moves. Uh, I'm, happy, I'm happy to keep Phil around for a while, too. I'll, yeah. I'll say that. Keep the strategy in the game moving. Uh, less less emotion, more strategy. I think if we can keep him that way, I'm all yeah. right with that. Very much that. Completely uh, agree. Um, on the other side of it, we see Pinty. And Pinty is in survival mode because she got saved at the last uh, tribal council. She thought there were going to be maybe a few votes on her and it being unanimous. And she doesn't trust uh, Tevin and Seamus because they're in power. And this starts, I, I'm going to add to our drinking game for the season. Drink every time Pinty mentions how big of, or mentions that Tevin and Seamus are running the track. I'd have probably about, you know, two or three shots down, at least in the first 10 minutes of the episode. Very that. Yeah. Um, her and Teresa are talking. I really like that her and Teresa are getting to bond in a way because mm -hmm. um, I they weren't on the same tribe and they were even if they were which they weren't it, they weren't there long enough to even like try to get across tribal exactly anything exactly um, who knows about off off island if they yeah. connected at any of the after parties but I don't know if they were as much just because of the COVID of it all right yeah 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 um. And Teresa's talking in confessional again, period. Iconic confessional moments from Teresa. She's just like, something about Teresa and the confessionals makes me just like lose it in laughter because like in, in the game, she's just like, yeah, I'm here, I'm here, I'm doing whatever. But in the in confessional, she's like, no, that's not what I want to see. This is what I want to do. Like she opens her personality up just so much. You know her who her confessionals remind me of? Who? Parvati Shallow. Ooh. I get very Parvati energy because Parvati in the game was very like, yeah, cool. I'll go along with whatever you think. Like very like floater until she needed to not be anymore. And I think that's how we're going to see Teresa be. And over these two episodes, we see Teresa really starting to develop her own gameplay. Um, not that it wasn't developed before, but we're seeing new layers to Teresa's gameplay. Um, but yeah, like you said, in confessional, she's like telling everybody off saying exactly what it is. But in the game, it's like, yeah, I'll go with the, I'll go with the vote. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, which I mean, I think it's a right way to do it uh, at this point in the game, not ruffle any ruffle or rustle, whatever you want to say, any feathers, whichever one you want to say, you <laughs> could do both realistically. Um, yeah, especially with the tribe that she's on, too. Like, it's it's a very, I, I hate saying this, but it's a very ego-driven tribe. All of them, really, at this point. Yeah. Um, and well, so... Both tribes, I think we could argue that, but yes. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Let's remember to Masu on day eight. And Tony wakes up, and she's still pissed at Dante. But... She goes to apologize to Marion. Which is, I think, a good conversation starting between the two because you don't wanna you don't wanna sit on that for however many days you're left in the game. Um, I mean she had to sit on it on social media for a full weekend. And yes, and she will. <laughs> um, I do hope truly that she's learned from the from the experience, I, I don't want to necessarily send her hate. I want to send her constructive criticism. Because like we talked about in our um, in our last episode, what she did wasn't good, 
But I'm hoping that there's room for growth. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sure this is an edited 45 minute episode too that we see. I'm sure this conversation's longer, maybe a yeah. few days too, and like where they have a little more longer conversation of why it wasn't exactly kosher. Um, maybe that's the right word uh, t- to use it if you're going to do game strategy with it. So I'm hoping there's more conversation. We just didn't see it. And um, yeah. I think I think they're both good with each other outside of game from social media. It looks like they're at least having conversations and dialogue. So and, and I've seen um, I've seen Marion and Tony kind of like defending each other a little bit with people that are sending hate, which I do appreciate. But um, but yeah, it's it's just one of those situations. I hope Tony's learning from it. I don't really want to speak on it more. We spoke on it a lot in the last episode. And I think what they did in the game, we'll talk about their game. And they said, no, we need to stick together in the game because if and when a tribe swap comes, we need to know, you know, we have each other. Drink every time they mention a tribe swap this episode. God, I mean, like, obviously it's evident, but like How everyone and their mother and their second cousin's dog are talking about this damn tribe swap and all of your strategy is based around a tribe swap. I'm like, that might not happen. Maybe that might not happen. I honestly, like, we'll talk about it because it's in the preview and like, I've watched the current episode and it, it happens, but like, I would have been perfectly fine had they just not done a tribe swap. Because I think for like maybe one or two more tribals after, perhaps just to see what the dynamic of um, of these pre-merge mergers to see if they could hold their crap together a little bit longer (laughs) or not. Or not. It also seems like they're probably going to do jury at an earlier time, just to get a few more. It's. I feel like it with twenty people. I feel like we're going to get a. Merge of like maybe 13. And is it a final two? It's a final two. So, wow. I could see it being, I think, I think the last season it was, I think on Immunity Island it was an 11 because it was 18. Oh, wow. So, yeah, they do a big jury. I'm hopeful for 13. I'm hopeful that they give the pre mergers that are left the opportunity to make merge. That's what I'm hoping for. Right. Um, um, yeah, I think we're setting up for time wise. Day. How many days eight, does it run? 30? 39. Yeah, well, maybe about halfway through. On the track that they're going currently, I think if Merge was at 13, it would be like day 17, which sounds about right. Right, which on the rate we're going, maybe a few episodes, Donnie Lim. We might make, we, we could easily yeah. get that. We could accomplish Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, let's talk about Palesa, which is part of the inspiration for me wearing this beautiful hat today, because this harkens back to Survivor Philippines, Palesa. Um, and she's talking in confessional. She knows she's at the bottom. Um, she, but she's having these conversations with Dante, potentially getting in with Dante, but she also is talking about how Dante's sketchy, things that he's saying aren't really sitting well with her. And I pulled a direct quote because this is probably going to be one of my moments of the week um, where Palesa says, his ego has risen to the top like cream in a good coffee. Period. Now I love some coffee. So this, this fed into my love. Yeah, no, but I, this is the Palesa that I was hoping to see. And that I'm going to be honest, we didn't really see in week one. 
Mm-hmm. She was kind of quiet last week. She had a quiet last week. She was able to like skate through. She's not really, she's not the forefront of the people from her season that are being targeted. Um, and so she's kind of able to sit back, do kind of what she did in Philippines and kind of just sit in the back, be a number, vote in the minority, unfortunately, in some cases, but still being, you know, still making it through. Right. Well, I mean, it, it's kind of the sander of it all. Anyone but me. Yes, that's great. But also, I think the self-awareness of her understanding she is at the bottom and where is the right way for her to go and which way to move forward to get herself in the middle. Middle is better than bottom. So I think mm-hmm. even if she's not loving Dante, if Dante's even all right with her, he won't put his full man energy into it. Well, and in a tribe like similar to on Philippines, where she is in a tribe with a very clearly defined majority, like being able to sit in that sort of pocket is really, really good. I'm just hoping if she stays in this pocket situation that she's able to learn from her last time and capitalize on it instead of falling, I think, 8th, 7th, or 8th is where she landed. She can go a little further. Absolutely. Well, yeah. I think with with majorities too, this tribe in specific, I feel like they're so, they're hotheads as we see um, in challenges, as we've mm-hmm. seen in challenges, where they all want to be right, they all want to be the leader, they all want to be correct. Yeah. And where I feel like Lisa is like, you know, I don't have to be right, but I just want to be, I want to win. So, you know, we can make that happen. She's kind of more laid back where everyone's a little more high strung, uh, which I think will benefit her going forward because people will want to. I agree. Let's talk about this immunity challenge. (laughs) I called it hall brawl, but in the river. Hall brawl, but where you stand still. Basically. See, so when I saw, saw the previews for so last week, I was like, oh my gosh, I know this challenge. Yeah. If anyone has watched Australian Survivor, yeah. uh, Champions Contender Season 2, Episode 2, in their reward challenge, um, they do this. So I was like, oh. Come on, Survivor Encyclopedia. I just, uh, that's one of my favorite seasons of, uh, of AU. So um, I went back and watched it in preparation. I'm like, all right, this is how people play. This is their strategy. This is them wearing Speedos. Um, yes. So I was like, yeah, this will be a fun one. I'm so excited to see how they play this. Um, it's kind of like when you buy something online and it comes to this to you at home and it looks nothing like you expected it to. That's kind of what happened for me. Like I wish.com order. This challenge... I don't. I can't remember the last time that there was just a five up, five down. I know. I was like, "Oh, okay, maybe, maybe the win one." I was like, when the edit did like three zero, I was like, "Okay, let's just wrap it up then. Let's just wrap it up." Because <laughs> I was. Like, I thought, yeah. So I'm just gonna go ahead. Masu wins. Um, Easiest win of the. They wall. don't even win. They literally sweep every single round. Steffi beats Shona. Meryl beats beats Pinty. Tijan beats Seamus. Palesa beats Killarney, which love. I love Killarney too as well. Um, we'll talk about Killarney in this challenge specifically because good God. 
Um, and then Dante ends up beating Felix for the win. Um, my truly, just like my issue with um, with the Red Tribe uh, is they were thinking in their brain too defensively. We need to tackle. We need to wrap. We need to slow them down. When you watch the Australian version, they're both is like we just got to run as fast as we can, endurance and get it. Don't even care about the other person. It's not about that. Try to get theirs quick. That's what they should have been doing, and that's what uh, Masu is doing. They just like boom, 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 boom. We're not even gonna try to slow and stop for them. We're gonna keep running. Put your fast people in and get their legs running. Yeah. That's what you had to do. And what they tried to do is play some football tackles, and um, it didn't work. It really didn't work. No, it's uh, it was hard to watch because you're like, oh, come on, guys. We want you want the underdogs. You want the pre-mergers to like have another chance of being safe another night. But when they sit and have a picnic while the other ones are running track, what do you do? What do you do? Yeah. And the interesting thing, too, is I don't even think, and, like, the Killarney discussion comes up later, I don't even think Killarney did the worst. No. She, like, she tried to stop, again, the defense. I don't think they need to be defensive, but no, they were just, if you look athletically, I think, running endurance, the red team does not stack against yeah. the blue when it comes to athletic endurance. Speed is not their strong suit. No, they're puzzle, puzzle bastards. Puzzle, more theater. physical, like brute strengths. Exactly. Ones where they have to think a little bit more through rather than just a boom, 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 done. Yeah. So Masu wins. They also win reward in the form of comfort items. They get a hammock. And they get the ingredients and whatnot to, for, I'm going to say this wrong and I'm so sorry, a bribuji. Bribuji. It's um, which I looked it up. I'm really curious, and I think I'm gonna make them for dinner tomorrow. It looks um, like a toasty, right? Is that what they call it? In Australia? Yeah, so it's basically a toasty, um, or a grilled cheese if you're American. Ooh. Um, but the I I looked up some traditional recipes. Um, I'll link one below actually in case anybody wants to make them. But from what I've learned, and again, South African people, correct me if I'm wrong. But the traditional preparation is cheese of your choice plus tomato, onion, and mango chutney. Mango? Mango. Mango. That's wild to me. Interesting. Go on. Yeah, and so you basically just barbecue it until, like, the bread is, like, blackened. So, like, they were cooking it correctly on the beach when there was, like, tar black? Yes. Okay, because I was like, ooh, girl, that looks a little too done for me. Oh, but yeah, no, yeah, it's 100% cracked. Okay, okay. Well, that's good to know because I would probably have mine less tart if I were me, but I'm just, uh, I don't even like my marshmallows, like, dark. So, like, oh, fair. so that would always be my issue. But, I mean, I'm sure for them, substance, bread, just solid mm -hmm. bread, mm, yeah. that'd be good for them. Yeah, it is mango chutney, confirmed mango chutney. And sometimes mayonnaise. Ooh, okay. The American in me says mayonnaise, yes. Right. Like I'm I'm thinking like mayo cheese. I don't know, fry fry the tomato maybe. Ooh, yeah. And then um the recipe that the recipes that I saw say that you can do caramelized onions as opposed to raw onion. 
which is also maybe something I would do, but maybe then I would also want the onion as like a textural contrast. Sure, like a crunch kind of thing. Exactly. I yeah. think I'm going to make them for dinner tomorrow. Oh my gosh, let me know how uh, they are, because I will. I'll bring, I'll bring photos to the next one, but um, we have Samasa wins. They get to go back and enjoy all of that. We go back to Yontau, and Felix is trying to bring up the tribe morale, but everybody's pissed. There's no um, well, after that one, there's not much to talk about because not one person did better than the other because no one scored a point. So what is but, there to say? But apparently, Pinty says, oh, Killarney's performance was so bad, we need to vote Killarney. And I'm like... You, you can't say that in an even playing field. Had you scored a point, perhaps you had the... the had assumption. someone scored yeah. a point. Right. Then surely maybe you have more of an argument. Pinty just... Stood there while Meryl ran after her or I, ran after her. I know. I'm like, okay, everyone was being defensive. Y'all weren't offensive, so no one gets a win. Everyone did. Shit. Yeah. Everyone did. When Kalarni, Kalarni even recognizes, she's talking in confessional, one of her few confessionals we've gotten from her this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping she gets some more screen time, but it scares me that she's not. Um, She's saying, like, my performance wasn't the best, so, like, I could definitely be a target. And at least, like, her also having the self-awareness, I I love that. Oh, absolutely. Um, She's not, like, the oldest, but she's older, so that's automatically going to be a target as an older woman. So she's obviously trying to, like, make herself not look weak. I don't like the word weak. Less physical than the other. Yeah. Yeah. And then I love this quote from Seamus, where Seamus is, like, complaining in confessional about Pinty complaining to him about Killarney. And he just goes, it's like boobs without nipples. Pointless. I died. I died. I just had to stop my screen. Same. I had to laugh. I had to tweet. I had to think about it. And I laughed some more. I was like, damn, I love that. I, I was like, that is a great quote. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, truly, truly fantastic. <laughs> Meanwhile, our our dynamic duo of Tevin and Seamus, who's leading talking, the tribe, yep, leading the tribe, and they want to target Pinty. Shocker. And uh, yeah, they're they're all wanting to they're all wanting to vote Pinty, and uh, then we get Phil, who's he saying he's aligned with Tevin, but doesn't trust him. And you're like, huh? What's that supposed to mean? Tell me more, Phil. What do you want to do with that information? Well, he doesn't say much. In this day, at least. Um, But we also... So, Teresa says earlier that, like, there's now the idea of voting for Tevin, which is brought up a little bit by Dino and a little bit by Teresa. But Teresa can't vote Tevin unless Phil and Felix realize it. Because she doesn't want to be the one pushing it. it And make herself. Yeah, she's playing the middle kind of right now. She doesn't want to be like the one pushing names because she's seen what happens when you push names. Yeah. Right. So we get that moment from Phil. Felix is also saying, you know, at this point, Felix isn't, or yeah, Felix isn't sold. He's still saying that Pinty can be saying the correct things and yet still finds a way to be abrasive in her um, tactics. Yeah. I mean, I understand how that one is. Like, I can see how they're viewing that. Especially living on, you know, no food. Little very, food. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. 
Yeah. Let's take a break from the yawn tower for a sec. We're going to jump back to Masu for literally half a second. Because while everybody's taking a nap, Steffi decides she's going to go run out and find an idol. <laughs> she said, I've got time. And y'all, what are you doing? So, good gun on her. I'm, like, putting in the yeah. work, putting the effort, put the time. You know. Yeah. And this is a long-term idol. And now, apparently, this is, this is the season of long and short-term idols happening. Make sure you're checking your details, reading your fine print before you play kind of idol. Yeah, so this is a long-term idol, valid until final six. Good for her. Period. I mean, she might, I don't know, uh, depending on how, if she continues playing new season or if she goes back to her old ways, she might need it. Who knows? Yeah, very, very that. Let's jump over to back to Yontau. It's now day nine because... We're doing next day tribal councils for some reason because we got to extend the season. They want, you know, chaos and we're getting it. That we truly are. So Pine T is saying that she's aligned with Tevin and Seamus, but she's tired of them running the show. So now it is Pine T's uh, grandmaster plan to take out Tevin. Meanwhile, Tevin is telling everybody to vote for Pine T, but they're telling, he's telling everyone to tell Pine T that we're voting Killarney. Um, sure. Phil is really the one planting the seeds, specifically with Felix and Dino, and this becomes the first confirmed alliance on the Yontau tribe on day nine. What is it? It's one of my uh, new favorite alliance names. Uh, just, just no bull- no bullshit. Which. I love it. I'm like, I'm here for it. Call it as you see it. And they're calling it no bullshit alliance. And I, you know, I respect it. Top tier name. IMO. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so Kevin and Seamus think that their group with Shona Kalarni and Teresa is solid. Cool. 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 Tevin's like, Tevin says at one point, he's like, I don't want to feel as comfortable and complacent as I did in Philippines. But he's currently feeling so comfortable and complacent that he goes out and finds an idol. Literally under, under Felix's nose. Felix. Felix. I thought Felix saw him. Because why else would you be digging around the base of your tribal flag? Right. What reason is there? Like, it's not falling over. Maybe if it was falling over, you're like, ooh, maybe I'll push it back in. No. Girl, what, were, what was he? What was he doing in his pocket for that long? Like, come I don't on, know. Felix! Like, don't, uh, what? What? How do you let someone find an idol literally in front of you? How? That's yeah. that's why they're pre-mergers. Exactly. You know. Um, and then we see Phil and Pinty having a conversation before tribal. Phil is trying to like subtly be like, "Hey, Kevin." And she's like, she goes to him, she's like, I don't trust uh, Tevin and Seamus. I think we should vote Tevin. And he's like, You're like, I love that idea. Great so. idea, Pinty. Work, Pinty. Like, I and then, just realized this is an idea that's great. Well, the mastermind is like, I got Pinty on board and she did all the work. You're right. Like, if anyone comes back and be like, Well, it's Pinty. Pinty. I heard it from Pinty. I, I, I don't know what y'all are doing. Right, exactly. So you give it gives uh, an ulterior side of me. Like, you didn't hear from me first. And then as we're going to tribal, Seamus is like, 
I'm gonna plant a fake idol. And I was like, another fake idol in They are crazy with these fake idols. I hope I hope there's a real idol at Tribal. So there's three idols, and people are like, which one's real? So then, well, so then I'm I'm idealizing like a merge situation where like merge vote. Someone gets an actual clue to a real idol at Tribal, and then there's two fake idols. All three of them get pulled, and only one is real. Wow. Well, because Seamus has the note from the old one. Yes. Um, Shona is specifically for if she needs it. When hers is gorgeous, so if someone ran across it, be like, "Wow, this looks real. I'm gonna take right. it." Like, like I trust it. And sure. then the real one would be real, and you're like, "Well, shit, which one's real?" Because there's a note in both. I mean, South Africa is known for tribal council idols, so as as uh, I wouldn't, yeah, as Palisa knows, Palisa does know. <laughs> She's very willing to show. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go to tribal, Ashley. What was exciting about Tribal? A uh, blind side. Well, before the blind side, we get Pinty versus Killarney. Yes, yes. Which uh, bingo card? Not shocking. My sh- my bingo said, "Yeah, it's fine." Maybe Killarney, the shocking part of it, but Pinty fighting mm-hmm. with someone at Tribal. No, I just. I think I like Pinty as a character. I just don't know because, like. She'll go and do these, like, grand gestures and, like, actually get in on the strategic gameplay, whether it's her idea or not, uh, her original idea or not. And then also we'll go into tribal council and be like, she's, I'm more valuable in challenges than Killarney specifically. I'm going to call out Killarney. I'm like, why are we not just speaking in tongues like they typically do at tribal? No, right. that's, no. Like, why aren't we speaking in metaphors? That's what I meant. Why aren't right. we speaking in metaphors or like, like we always do at tribal? Like Open-ended, oh, yeah, it could be this, but you never know, Nico. Like those kind of things. There's someone that's not pulling their weight, and instead she's like, Killarney, you suck. At Killarney on Twitter, please... A subtweet? No, real tweet. Literally, I'm like, but Kalarni puts it right back to her, just looks over, and she's like, well, nobody won their heats. Like, we all lost. So how are you saying that I'm the weakest when all five of us, including you, lost your race? And I was like, period. Thank you, Kalarni. I was like, Kalarni wins that one. But, you know, at the same time, in the back of my head, too, I'm like, is Pinty doing a little bit of like playing up because they don't want Tevin to know? Because Probably a little bit of like I need to be the target, you know, just a little bit probably. of but probably half embellish, embellishing and half just like Pinty saying I I need to say what I need to say. Well, and to be fair, Pinty's original target for this vote was Killarney, Killarney. and people are aware that her original target was Killarney. So there's no bad bloodlust. Tevin told people to tell Pinty. That the vote was supposed to be Killarney. And so it all, it does make sense, but I'm just like, two tribals in a row, sis. <sighs> right? You're like, slow the roll, bring it back down, knock it back a little bit. Like, no, well, you know. Bring it back down the- one hop this time, one. one. Like, I need, yeah. So we go to vote, and it's a 5 4 vote. 
Bye bye, Tevin. And they're like, the the who the three people: Tevin, Seamus, Killarney, Killarney, and Shona. They're all like, "Why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me?" Literally, I'm like. I love a good blind side. I am kind of sad that it's against Tevin. Mm-hmm. But Tevin also wasn't playing the game that I want to root for. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, like, as much as I like Tevin the person and I wanted him to go further, yeah. For the game, I think it's going to make it more dynamic to have one less uh, athletic male. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think it'll make it a... His strategy just wasn't there. He got too complacent. He had an yeah. idol. He, didn't he walked out with a crotch idol. Exactly. Who doesn't want a crotch idol on your second time? It's, it's uh, I would like to use it. Not exactly. uh, Yeah. So. I I find it particular. Uh, Dino. The, I think the setting up Dino and Seamus. Dino goes. I'll explain to you later. But I yeah. had to do this. Yeah, it was a, uh, that moment at Tribal. I was like, "Oh, we are gonna, we are gonna get something from this." I just feel it in my gut of guts that, yeah, Dino and Seamus, we might have yeah. a versus. Well, let's talk about episode five then, because oh boy, we get that, or episode six, because oh boy, we get that. And yeah, it's like Batman versus Superman. That's basically what we're seeing is Seamus versus Dino, kind of yeah. styling of the edit, at least where yeah. oh. He's coming for me, but uh, but you know, one thinks they're just trying to help the team be better. Yeah, one thinks they're poisoning. Exactly. Yeah. So we we start. uh, We're at Yontau. It's day ten in the morning. Seamus is in confessional, and he's like, "I think I might be at the bottom of this tribe." And I'm like, "Really? What gave you that point? (laughs) Do you think?" But I thought you were running it yesterday. What happened? Right? Like, huh? And so Dino is does decide to have a conversation with Seamus. Dino says, regardless of what happened, I'm still going to be look at, looking out for you. And Seamus is like, well, I'm targeting you. Well, Julie, I have different plans. And you're like, oh, whoa. Julie. Yeah, I'm like, oh. Because in my mind, what in my perfect imaginary world, Seamus mm-hmm. and Dino come together as a super fan nerd alliance and they work to each other, use their strategy to get other people who who are going to come for them. But my, my world did not come true. My dream did not come, come to be because I think Seamus wants to be the only person sitting in that driver's seat of a strategic yeah. super fan. Yeah. And that's, that's how we start the episode. We also see Shona, where she's like, I was on the bottom of the vote. I'm feeling uh, underestimated. And I'm like... (sighs) Oh, no. Don't be underestimated. Do something about it. Right. I'm like, girl, don't say you're underestimated. Literally, like you said, do something about it. Like, what? But... Like, for her, like, I'm on the bottom. You weren't aware of the plan, but it needed to be that way. So the plan could happen. Yes, you probably would have gone along with it, but you needed to make sure it was hush hush enough to make sure a true blindside happened. Mm-hmm. So Shona, it's not that we don't want to work with you. That's what the other five are saying. I'm sure mm-hmm. it's we just needed too many cooks in a kitchen leads to a burnt sandwich, and people know about the burnt sandwich. You know, 
Absolutely. So um, let's pop over to Masu real quick before we go to the challenge. Breakfast Club staying solid. You want to know why? Because they think it's a swap. They're like we're strong. Well, buddies, not quite gonna happen. You keep keep holding that breakfast date for one more day because you still have things to do. Uh, well, and Dante is having a conversation with Tony where he's like, everything's good, everything's good, we're great. And Tony's like, like who are you? Hmm? Huh? <laughs> what? Why, why, why is it good? Can you tell me how, huh? it's, how it's good? Like, Explain like to why? me why it's good. Is it because you're not wearing pants? or like, Dante does not like to wear pants, does he? No, nah, he really likes that I'm wearing a shirt dress. I mean, I'm fine with it, personally. I mean, as someone who understands that pants aren't great, like, I'm wearing a dress, like, I yeah. get it. Be I hate pants. No, same. Pants are awful. But I'm like, girl, it's a cute yeah. look. It's a cute green shirt. But anyways. Sure. I need to mention it every time I can. All right. Let's go to the reward challenge. Oh. Reward. We have a reward. Reward. Not immunity. Just reward. reward. Not together. It's not a two for one. It's one. Just one. I have to say... I think this is the stupidest reward fit like reward reward. Yeah. Because uh, so the reward drink out drink every time I say reward. Re the reward is a spin of the Lotto Star reward wheel. You could get some hard boiled eggs. Who doesn't want a hard boiled egg? Protein. You could get a bag of lentils. Or perhaps Mac and cheese to get right gut rotted when you're empty stomach. What makes that's sense? The about that? last thing I would want. I I like mac and cheese on a daily basis, but that's also not when I'm on an empty tummy. I'm also lactose intolerant. I'm like, unless somebody has a lactate on hand, I'm not eating this. No, no. If you're like, you don't. I don't want this. You don't want this. No one wants this. Well, and that's why it's wild to me when people on Survivor choose like a chop. If it's like protein and like vegetable things or like chocolate it baffles me every time people pick the like the sweets because i'm like i want the sustenance like hello the sweet tooth me gets it but also i'm thinking if i were playing you get you get just bowl of spaghetti uh noodles bowl of noodles minus sure. the cheese maybe sure. you get a little bit more sustenance but then you get like the sugar sweet frosting all that is is sugar that's not sticking with you and that's gonna make you go on a crash so i'm all about anything that's like actual food energy well i'm thinking back to like the most recent season i think it was survivor 42 where they have the option of like chicken and vegetables or like a full chocolate buffet, and I'm like, bitch, I'm taking the chicken and vegetables every time. Because yeah, that'll help you, whereas that sugar's just gonna fuck you up more, honestly. honestly right. it's, not, it's not good for you. Anyway, so we, so this challenge, you have one person in a cart, and four people are, like, pulling them up to grab wheels. You then have to put the wheels on the cart. People have to push the cart, and then the rest of the people have to, like, dig to find planks to make a bridge, and then the person in the cart finally gets to do something, and they get they use the wheels to solve this like vertical puzzle. It's a lighthouse puzzle, and I don't know if I've ever seen it, but I'd like one. I in don't my think house. I've ever seen this puzzle. It's gorgeous. I'd like one in my house right now. Um, well, and even the puzzle itself with all of the different rungs being different sizes. 
I was like, oh, this is, uh, like, we've seen things like this, but we've never seen, like, this specific challenge. And I thought it was really, really interesting the way that this puzzle was constructed. Because, like, we'll talk about it. One person gets it. One person does not get it. The wheels were not on the bus for one team. That's what I would say. Oh, no, no. So we get Dino in the cart for Yontao. Meryl is in the cart for Masu. They're putting neck and neck with the wheels, but Dino does get it first. And this is where I was like, okay, so this is our Dino uh, burn update. Like His hands are only in small wrappies, and he's he's grabbing things. So I said he is grabbing things with his hands that were previously burned. Great. We love to see it. He's like, he's back. We know he's now he's competing. Good. Good, good. We know he's at Truly that. Truly that. I mean, they did say the doctors said that it would be, like, a quick recovery. So, like, great, love it, wonderful, fabulous. But, like... We saw it in action, and that, like, made us... Oh, my heart happy to know that, like, Dino gets to, like, compete in a puzzle comp, which we all know he does great in puzzles. So we're happy to see him be able to be in that position to grab the things and actually do the puzzle rather than just yell at someone to do it. Dante literally calls him the best puzzle master survivor essay has ever had. And I think I agree. Yeah, I think he's done him quick and fast. Like, also, he's a he's an escape room owner. I'm not surprised. He, he He's done a puzzle once before, I'm maybe, sure, or twice. Perhaps. Maybe even three times. Perhaps. Uh, just just chance. Just off chance, but... I love when they're pushing him in the cart and they push him over this ramp and he just goes... <laughs> I, love, I love it. I was like, Mika, please say something. I love him so much. Oh my god. You can and tell then, he loves Survivor and he's just enjoying every second. Every second. Burnt hands yeah. and all. He's on fire. Uh, truly that. So they get... not. Don't joke. <laughs> Uh, he's been making jokes all week I know uh, <laughs> so they're pretty neck and neck when it gets to the puzzle uh, Dino gets there a little bit before Meryl does um, Masu really takes the digging portion as an opportunity to like catch up and they really get back into it mm-hmm. but it, when it's Dino versus Meryl in the puzzle baby yeah, you, you knew your odds were like 0 to maybe 1% chance of winning when you saw Dino puzzle extraordinaire getting that lighthouse very meticulously quiet slow he's doing it himself where Meryl and the 12 other people on the sidelines playing backyard puzzle makers were screaming at Meryl I think uh, there was just too much stress for Meryl to try to get it. Well, it, it's not even everyone screaming at Meryl. It's specifically Dante. Okay. Well, as we'll see in future challenges, that's a common thing. I cannot wait for this weekend's episode because all I want to do is complain about Dante in that challenge. <laughs> Truly, all I want to do is complain about Dante. Uh, he's a, a very good solo player in challenges, I'll say that. But when it comes to a team and like supporting and being positive, a positive energy. What's positivity? I don't know her. No, no, no. That doesn't help when a challenge yelling and screaming at them what they're doing wrong. That one's challenging. Yelling and screaming after you've been, an, after the winner of the challenge has been announced. Yeah, no kidding. Like, you've won, bestie. Like, calm down. And they're like, you got have done it better. Whoa, girl, girl, girl. Oh, wait, is that in this episode? 
Yeah, that's it. That's in this episode. We'll talk about it. Fuck you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. So, um... <laughs> yeah, it's coming. I forgot it was in this episode. Oh, <laughs> thought it was in the next episode. Oh, my God. So, Yantau wins. Shocker. Do you know on a puzzle? Shocker. So, they get to spin the wheel. And Killarney spins the wheel, and they get a pack of lentils. They're like, yeah, that'll... Yeah, that, that'll... That'll do something. Now, what would you rather have? The boiled eggs or the bag of lentils? Lentils, though, last longer. I also don't like boiled eggs, so... I like hard-boiled eggs, um, but I don't think I don't want to eat them and then, like, live around people. Very loud energy. <laughs> you know? But then we find out that they get to bring two people from Masu on their reward, and that they get another spin. And so the group is talking... And um, they're like, well, Tony and Tejan are probably on the bottom, so... Let's talk about that. Please. Yes. Yes, they're on the bottom, perhaps. Yeah. But if you want... Do you, you want to help them? If, if you're freaking them, you want to help them, right? That's not always <coughs> the right case, in my opinion, is to take the people at the bottom, because you're isolating them even more, and then they come back with a target on their back when they go back. Yeah. I'd say you pick one of them and then one other person, so... Yeah. So it's not as isolated, you know? That's my one, like, flag of it all, you know? Or even, like, if it was, like, Tony uh, Tony Ortejan and Palesa, I think, is even a better situation. Yeah, someone who's, like, not as obviously at the bottom, but, like... But they obviously don't know what the full tribal dynamics are at this point. So That's they could probably assume that because PK was voted out, that whatever, whatever. But... So Tony gets to spin the wheel, and they get mac and cheese! Yes, can I have the mac minus the cheese, please? Ooh. Honestly. Can I have the cheese minus the mac? I just want liquid cheese just poured down my throat. Just like a river of cheese. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Oh my god, just like a spoon, and like, like oh my god, <laughs> that's yeah. so funny. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, and they literally get nothing else at the reward. Like, literally, I'm like... That was a cheap spot. I mean, the they get two bowls of mac and cheese and no plates. They said, here's a spoon. Uh, we can't afford plates for you on this one. Our sponsor said, we don't want to. Water star? Y'all better start sending some more money to these South African survivors. They need at least like a, a plate maybe to like lick. Right? Even like a singular plate. Exactly, like literally, like you could like give them like a coconut husk, maybe. Right? Like, 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 literally anything. I'm I'm not yeah, asking for coconut much. mac and cheese. Don't you, Ashley? I mean, a little coconut milk, maybe. You know. Oh. You know, it's not as creamy, yeah. but it'll do. I think it's creamier. That's true. It's not as like hearty. Like it, it'll be good. Sure. It'll be good. Sure, sure, sure. Ooh, yeah. So this is where we we come to Matsu back at camp real, real quick, and they're like, "Oh, Tony's probably telling all of our secrets." And like, who do we think is at the top over there? And Don is like, "Dino." Uh, what is Dino for five hundred, please? <laughs> and you're and me as a is a Dino stan. I'm like. Dante, you can cut the crap because we Stop don't want to hear it. Talking about Dino. <laughs> I know. I'm like, don't put a bigger target on him. Like, yeah. just let him live and like, let him either play and fuck up his game or let him just play. Don't put this target so 
early on him. Yeah. So like, what? And what is Tony doing at the reward? Telling exactly everybody. Exactly that. I know. I'm like, oh, this shame. I felt so bad for Tejan in this moment because he's just sitting there like, I can't. He's just eating his spoon with his spoon just... Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm, totally. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, yeah. Uh, we're to, we're here. Yeah, you're right. Mm-mm. What is he supposed to say? No, Tony, you're wrong. And then like identify with Tony in front of these people. Well, and then they go back to camp, and oh my god, Tony is the only one explaining the situation. No one seems to care. They're like, oh, well, that's cute. Anyways, uh, rice, lentils, beans, whatever eating. He's like eating his, like... He's like, wow, I've got 47 more left. Uh, just keep eating. Right. He didn't look up, didn't look left, didn't look right. He looked no. down. He said, I've got a bowl to eat my food, and you did it. Ha ha. Not I mean, probably, right? Huh? But then Tejan later is out with Shane, who's wearing this like, like half toga. Yeah, like kind of like a one nipple out toga (laughs) situation. And I was like, "Is this fashion?" I don't think so. It's opposite of the sarong. Like it's just it's it's not working. It is sarong. It's it's so wrong. You should it's so wrong. That. But um, Tejan is just like, yeah. Tony told them everything. And he's like, yeah, we kind of figured. I like considering that Tejan is technically on the bottom. I do like the positioning mm-hmm. of where he's put himself because he's willing to show that, like, hey, like, hey, I might, y'all. I might technically be on the bottom with her, but like. No. I'm not the bottom bottom. I'm you know I will vote her if I need to. Exactly. Like shows willingness, I think, which is good yeah. as, as a as a team as they are right now. Yeah. Well let's cut, let's cut to Masu the next day real quick because we only get one clip before the immunity challenge where Steffi decides, oh you know what, I trust Marion. And despite saying earlier in a confessional that I was gonna keep this idol for myself, uh she tells Marion and they are now potentially the strongest duo on the game. Because between the two, they have a uh, idol. A full, a full tell, final six idol. And they've got a, I want to get off the ship. Uh, please give me to the other ship idol. Uh, what's it called? The diplomatic community. Yep. Thank you. I got you. I was like, what's the words? I don't know. <laughs> so I, between the two, if they play their cards correctly, they could mm-hmm easily make themselves emerge again and sit quite nicely with the numbers and the people going forward. Uh, which I would like to see. I, I do not hate it. I, I do I do enjoy the fact of strong women sticking together. Absolutely. The girls, girls. <laughs> now! <laughs> that was, that was, Keenan, now! That was an at and not a good at. Anyway. <laughs> Let's talk about Seamus trying to target Dino and doing so in the wrong way. Um, this man clearly does not know how to target someone properly. <laughs> no, he. Well, he's he's. This is this is he's quadrupled his time on the island. You know, he's he's been there. Tripled. Triple, triple, not quadruple. Yeah, he's been there a few folds. From he's from been there. Uh, 
eight days more than he did last time. So that, that's a, that's that's something. So he's learning yep. on the fly of maybe potentially how to play or or not or not correctly. Um, which is interesting because he goes and tells. Is this where he tells Shona? Well, he tells Kalarni first, and Kalarni is basically like, "My strategy is keep it simple, stupid." For now, like I don't, I want to be with the numbers every time I can to make merge, and then I'll like consider some things. And I don't, I love the short term plan of that from Kalarni. I don't love the long term, right? Because you're gonna look flaky and not not reliable. Exactly. Anyone? Yeah. Now this is where he tells Shona, and Shona says, "What?" I think Seamus is playing for himself. And yeah. I, th- yep. I think Sh- Shona says, "Yeah, right now we have to work as a team to get to merge." And um, I don't think I don't think Seamus is doing that for me. I don't think. I don't. I I, I don't reckon he is either. Uh, Shona, no. no, no. Like I think no. very much so that he, I, from what I've heard from people, is in scene. Dino is your leader in the tribe when it comes to challenges that are strategic placing and implementing a good flow of working. And I think Shona sees the value in that. Yeah. Since we're in the team portion, even though it's an individual game, the team portion of survivor where you need to make it to merge. Yeah. And then you can get him out when he loses a puzzle. That's what Shona's thinking. Exactly. Think. Exactly. Let's go to the semi <sighs> this fucking immunity challenge. In in I think it's a Cute, cute setup. This this uh, challenge, but let's this talk is, about the execution. This is also one that is roughly taken from Australian Survivor. Yeah. Um, the first one of Bronze Brain. Brain, yeah, Brain versus where, Bronze. Where they have to spin the thing and push out and push in. It's yeah. the first episode, the premiere. You see it. It's uh, I think it's a little harder uh, in in Australia, uh, perhaps yeah. like like just the mechanics of the brawn. Yeah. But this one, I think it's it's interesting to show the chaotic leadership in the leadership of both tribes. Oh God! So they're so that you have to do a maze puzzle to unlock a gate, which then leads you through obstacles, and then oh, they have their American Ninja Warrior moment. Everyone had their little like boom, 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 boom. I was like, that's cute. I see that. That's I think that section is what slowed. One team down. Just a yes, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you end with a giant sliding puzzle and one person like um, wrenching from Wench. the top and wrenching. Wrenching, which we'll now, talk more on that word later. Please drink every time. No, actually don't. Don't drink every time somebody says winch in after this challenge. <laughs> in this challenge, after the challenge. In the episode, perhaps. I mean, they're fairly even through the obstacles. Um, some of Yontau are struggling with the American Ninja Warrior moment. I mean, I would um, be. My balance is, is shit. So like, I 100%. I would be like, wait, I've waited my whole life to do this obstacle. I don't know how to do it still. Right. Um, but, like, I, I, so we're talking about Teresa, I, uh, presumably. Yeah. So it's a little bit down, but I get it because I would not. Well, she falls. Killarney did also struggle. There were a few people that I think Felix struggled a little bit as well. There were a few people that struggled, but mostly it was Teresa. They they focused on Teresa, but we saw her succeed. Where they said you just have to go. If you're gonna go slow, you gotta go and just make sure you hug the top. 
in, you know, it took a little bit of time, but we got through it. We were a close match. We were a tight match. I'd say within 35 seconds at the end. Absolutely. And they're going through and like, it's Dino versus Tony on the winch. Two of my, two of our, our, our community friends. Very that. And so they're going through and like, it seems pretty even. And then Masu's gaining and then Masu's gaining and everyone at Masu is just yelling at each other. Tony's yelling at Dante. Dante's yelling at Tony. Shane's yelling at Tony. Mary's yelling at Dante. (laughs) Marion is just yelling. Uh, Right? Like, everyone is just. Boy, it's a lot. And. It's hard to see who's winning just because, like, they kept flashing and they were both at the same point. So we're like, who's going to get it? Matsu takes it by like a few letters. Yeah, just like the Y's of immunity and RP. But what just eternally frustrated me (laughs) is that Dante is so in the zone and so unaware of anything else happening that Nico literally calls Masu the winner. And they're hugging. Marion and Meryl are literally hugging and Dante just looks up and he's like, Tony, wench, 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 wench. And I think it was Steffi that looks over and is like, bro, we won. Shut up. Like, bring it back. The challenge is over. You don't have to yell anymore about winching. But he's like, winch! One more time, just for fun, I'm sure. Winch! Like, oh my gosh. And it was consistently through the challenge, but like, yeah, a good solid, like, 30 seconds after they'd won, he's still yelling at Tony, which apparently is just their thing at this point. Um, Apparently Dante yells at Tony. Tony, yeah. I don't love it, but whatever. It's just apparently what they do in their spare time. Um, (sighs) But yeah, but they won, and that means we get another pre-merge. Pre-merger. Yep, we're back to another pre-merge boot. Um, I, yeah, go ahead. I don't love it. Like I tweeted this, I'm like, it never gets easier watching a pre-merger go pre-merge. Like you just want them to do better for themselves. I mean, we'll talk about it. This one was a little bit easier, but oh, yes, <laughs> yes. So. We go back to Yontau after the challenge, and Shona decides to talk to Phil about Seamus's plan to target Dino. And then Killarney comes up, and they're all talking at the water well, and I don't understand what part of this plan didn't click with Killarney. I think it might be because of one second Shona was literally aligned with her and Seamus, and the next section, next, like the next thing she knows, they're like, so we're voting Seamus. She's like, wait, Seamus? Is we're with or we're voting, or we're voting with? So let me make. So let me let me clarify. We're voting Seamus. And Phil is just standing there, dumbfounded, as Shona takes Killarney away. He's like, he's like. I'm just going to take these waters back well, and think about what. Well, he has like an office moment where he looks to camera and he's just like. He's like, caught that right? Because I also caught that. I don't think, what the hell? <laughs> I, I, you know what? Kind of digging Phil. Phil so far. He's, I, giving, I, he's giving Jim, Jim vibes from the office. And we're here for it. Very that. Very that. 
in that moment too, it's just so interesting where we're showing us like, okay, Phil, walk away. I'm gonna re have to tell this whole story. Let's, let's talk. Let's talk over here at the water well, Killarney. Yeah, yeah, totally. So and then Shane, survivor, we vote people. Just kidding. Well, she okay. To be fair, she was the first person voted out on her tribe. Okay. Okay. So she she was third boot, but she was the first person on her tribe voted out. So, like, this is also new territory for Kalarni. This is her third vote, then. Our fourth vote ever going to tribal. Yeah. Yeah, we talked last week about how, like, the first, um, the, um, Tanya vote was, like, the first vote for, oh, I actually, I don't even know if I talked about it. It was the first vote ever for Seamus, or no. Yeah, it was the first successful vote for Seamus, Pinty, Teresa and Killarney, and it was Teresa's first vote she had ever cast on Survivor. Because she got it taken away from the island's twist, she right? She literally either had immunity and didn't vote, or didn't have a vote. Uh, Every time yeah. she went to tribal. So she's like, this is what a pen and a paper is like. She right finally in. went to a voting booth and voted. We do And now she's done it a few times. And she's but- done it correctly. Oh, very bad. That's that's more important. Mean, meanwhile, Seamus is still trying to spread his rhetoric, and he goes to Pinty, and then as soon as he leaves, Pinty and Teresa talk, and they're like, so we're voting Seamus. They're like, yeah, yeah. So we're voting Seamus? Seamus. Great, cool. Seamus. My favorite part of this all is, like, the decision of, do we tell Dino right away, or do we wait? And I yeah. love that they waited and got their ducks in a line, and then yeah. told Dino, because Dino would be like, shit, my name's written down work now. He's like, oh, you did it for me? Very much that. Which uh, speaks that- volumes to Dino and as his, an alliance member. His social and strategic aspect and ability where they want to keep him. That they're yeah. willing to orchestrate a vote to save you. Literally. Oh my god. I, I was, for a second, I'm like, oh no, don't. And then once this plan came where they talked to Phil, they talked to everyone, I was like, okay. We're fine. And they talked about throwing a vote if there was an idol. Yeah. Which I didn't, I thought for some reason I thought Dino was throwing that vote, but I don't know who ended up having to throw that. With Phil. A Phil threw it, got you. That makes we'll sense. Talk, we'll talk about it, but it was it was Phil that threw the vote. So um, we go to tribal council. Not a whole lot happens at this tribal. I will say, so I watched and there was 10 minutes left of tribal when they started. I'm like, is there a twist? Because this doesn't feel like enough time for tribal uh, writing and voting out. But I was wrong because I just thought for a second maybe it's they had like, a twist. It's typically like six to ten minutes left in the episode. Okay. okay. Where it lands, um, at least from the episodes that I've seen so far. The only thing I really wrote down and want to talk about is this quote from Teresa. So the the conversation starts about, like, the concept of unity and also the the juxtaposition of that with the concept of, like, differing opinions. And Teresa, being Teresa, says something very um, wise. It was was probably the best word I can describe it. She says, unity doesn't mean lack of disagreement. Or it doesn't, yeah, doesn't mean lack of disagreement. It means that in the presence of that disagreement, you still come to a conclusion that serves the interest of the tribe as a whole. And that's, like, very, like, chaotic good uh, like uh, of Survivor. Like, 
you're gonna have to live in a place where there is disagreement, but also not be shit people. Yeah. Like, I, I do, I, she spoke so well in that point, I was like, yes. Truly. Truly. Um, um, was this the tribal council where Dino talks about chess and survivor differing, or is that the last one? Because a little bit. Like, it's one of these two. Where I can't he, remember which one. Specifically but, here, he talks, he talks about how you can play survivor without malice. Mm-hmm. And there's like Kalarni also makes like a couple hits on Pinty and Pinty for once is not saying anything, which I do kind of appreciate. Right. Um, well, I don't think she realized there's not a fire under her butt where there's a chance that she could go home with an idol. Yeah, they're not voting for her tonight. So she's not a secondary vote. Like she's like, yeah. I can sit back and have a coffee on this one while everyone. Well, else and I think there. it was Felix. Like she's getting visibly upset, but Felix is like grabbing her and it's just like breathe. Right, like fine. Like it's keep cool. Keep it in instead of out on this one, you know. Absolutely. Right? Like, what do you absorb rather than take out? Totally, totally. Um, but so we get to the vote. It's pretty cut and dry. It's six one one, and Seamus is voted out on the blind side. I will say, the f- what five episodes we've had of Seamus, I really did like him. I liked him yeah. a lot. So I was when I saw mm-hmm. he was. I like him, but when I saw he was targeting my, like, number one person in the game, I'm like, well, totally. bye, buddy! <laughs> yeah, I think he he learned enough from his first time, and I'm happy he wasn't first boot, and I'm happy he improved on his placement. Mm-hmm. But also, like, it's your time to go. Yeah. I think he played a little bit too much too quick and, like, showed his cards a little too early. Um, yeah. I, I loved the moment where Dino and him, like, got a little hug, and he's like, I'm sorry I had to do this, but you were coming for me. I wasn't coming after you until you came after me. And, like, like game to game, like, yeah. they respect the move. Uh, Seamus respect the move, and Dino was respectful enough to, like, give him at least a little bit of, like, why before he left. So, okay. yeah. <sighs> I, I, you know, I wanted them to work together in my dream world, but yeah. the dream was not dreaming. Yeah, so we obviously had the one vote for Dino, and we had the one vote for Kalarni that was Phil. Um, speaks volumes to the value of Killarney. She's, she's the throwaway vote. So I wonder how she feels about that going into the next vote, uh, or vote next episode of does she feel like she's at the bottom of the poll? Well, who cares? Because it's a tribe swap! I, I thought we were just talking about it, but hey, yeah, the, those previews, uh, hey. I'm excited to see what the dynamic is going to go into. Looks like a lot will happen in the next two episodes. So I'm excited to talk about it, but not today. Because at the time of filming, one of the episodes isn't even out yet. (laughs) We can't even tell you if we wanted to. So we have no clue. Um, But thank you so much for joining us for... Our first part of week two of Survivor South Africa, Return of the Outcasts. I got it right this yes, time. Did. Um, make sure to subscribe, like, and share on your way out. Uh, make sure to follow Ashley, because she's great. Yes, follow us to- everywhere, because we're great. Um, I just realized, in this, like, hat shirt moment, I kind of look like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> and I great. think I'm living for it. No, it's like a cute one. You're not like the you're not the scary kind. You're like I'm cosplaying, you know. I'm like Freddy Krueger, but like on a safari. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great. 
that's a great place to leave off of. Cheers! Where's the fire? Where's the fire? Wench! 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 The challenge is over, bro. Uh, but you should continue wenching for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 